0: Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glynn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories insights and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to unstoppable with me, so let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to episode 22. I can't believe I'm at episode 22 already. When I started this podcast back in October 2020, I never quite imagined that I'd still be going after all of these weeks, but I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to share my message, to speak openly from my heart, and hope that you get value from me sharing my musings as I do each week. This episode is all about the side effect of self-love, being self-confidence. February's theme for the month is self-love and it couldn't be more apt. At Valentine's Day, I received a beautiful card from someone who just knew exactly what to say to make me feel better. And yes, that was myself. (laughs) It was me sending myself, uh, well, not even sending it, but writing my own card uh, for me to be able to experience and receive the joy of and feel incredibly happy in my own skin for receiving a message that just knew exactly what to say and exactly what I needed to hear to fill my own cup. And I think that's that brings me nicely onto what is the essence of this podcast, because What I've learned over the years is that I didn't really know what self-love was until I needed to know what self-love was. And that really comes when you're confronted with the life of being single. And then in my case, starting my own business and then having to navigate an environment where I've moved across the other side of the world to create a new life for myself, new friends, new lifestyle, new business, no partner, and doing all of the things that I need to do by myself. So prior to this point, I don't think I'd ever really considered self-love and understood the power of this when it came to self-confidence. But over these last, oh, maybe five years that I've been doing this work, maybe longer, um, certainly more, more progressively and more consciously over the last five years, but Self love journey is so fascinating. I used to certainly think it was all about bubble baths, self care, do nice things for yourself, take yourself for nice massages, get your nails done, get your hair done, get your eyebrows done, get your grooming done. All of the things that are probably all functional, but I had put in the box of, yay, that's self love. That's really, that's really me completely feeling that I'm in love with myself and showering all of this affection on myself and to some degree it was so I'm not knocking it but definitely I think the difference is now I realise self-love is so much more than just your actions it's about awareness of your feelings and it's about awareness of your thoughts I perhaps started more so with my thoughts. Uh, I refer lovingly to my itty bitty shitty committee in my head that speaks regularly about all of the things that I should be doing differently or I should be doing better or I should have considered or judging myself on the mistakes that I've made. And those are really clear examples of where self love can be eroded. Because when you really, 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 really love someone, You do not speak to them the way you speak to yourself the majority of the time. And if you imagine speaking to someone the same way that you spoke to yourself, imagine the impact and the consequences of those words on their well-being, their sense of confidence, their sense of self, their sense of just connectedness with showing up and trying to do the right thing and be the best human that they can be. It's quite demoralising if you were to hear words of criticism every single day which focused on all the things that you haven't done well rather than all the things you had. Gosh, I can imagine it right now. If I worked in an environment where my so-called boss had just criticised me day after day after day, how much I would be probably feeling like I wanted to slash my wrists and be done with it because what would be the point after hearing that level of criticism frustration about not being good enough not hitting the mark not not being the best that I you know should have been based on their standards like why would I even want to bother trying after a while you just choose to give up right well at least that's how I would feel And I look at that and think, gosh, if we would ever do that to other people, we'd be mortified. It is a disgusting thing to do. And I use that word so strongly, disgust, because it is, it is disgusting to be able to treat another human being with that level of disdain, that level of criticism and judgment. It is horrid. You would never do that to anyone else. I don't even think you'd do that to your worst enemy. However, for some bizarre reason, we seem to think it is okay to talk to ourselves with that level of disdain, that level of frustration, that level of criticism, that level of judgment. And it's horrific. Why the hell do we do it? I've got no idea. But we do. And it's not just me. It's you. It's everyone else, the whole world. We find ourselves in these crazy patterns of talking to ourselves the way we would never speak to anyone else. And I'm here to say, enough, 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 we're done, no more. So in order to be an unstoppable woman, the first thing you have to do is stop talking to yourself like you're a piece of shit. Frankly, it's not okay, it's not kind, it's not compassionate, and it's not who you are. So start treating yourself with the same level of love, compassion, just consideration that you would give any other human being on this planet. Please, 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 please give that to yourself. And I say this with no judgment of your behavior because I've been there. I've been in my itty-shitty-bitty committees, at the table of my itty-bitty-shitty committees community meetings, which happen every day, several times a day. But I have certainly learned to Quiet in that itty bitty shitty committee. I have certainly learned to just accept myself for who I am. No judgment. I get things wrong. Oh my goodness, I get things wrong all of the time. But you know what? It doesn't matter anymore because the only person I am measuring myself against is the person I was yesterday. And I'm asking myself every single day to be a better human. And the only way I can. Be encouraged to be a better human is if I show myself love. If we were to show children criticism over and over and over and over again, it would wear thin. I don't think we'd get the, the beauty of someone growing into their fullest potential if all we've done is erode their sense of self by criticizing them all the time. And that's what happens when we do not show ourselves self-love, And that comes through being really aware of our thoughts, really aware of our feelings, and then really aware of our actions. Those three things, that's it. Be aware of them and ask yourself, are those the thoughts, feelings, or actions of self-love? Because if you do not have the feelings that support self-love, if you do not think the thoughts that support self-love, if you do not take the actions that support self-love, then I'm sorry, my friend you will feel not your very best. You will not feel the confidence that you need to feel to live your best life, to create what you want for yourself. You won't take risks because way too risky. Why would you take a risk if you take a risk and get it wrong? Then your itty bitty shitty committee starts doing your head in about what were you thinking? How dare you be so bold? And we don't want that. So we need to silence our itty bitty shitty committee. We need to silence that in a a voice that doesn't really help us. We need to be aware of our emotions and understand that when we don't feel good, we are taking ourselves away from self-love. When we don't feel good, we're taking ourselves away from the confidence that we have that is innate within us. And if you don't believe me, Go back and have a look at your childhood pictures. Look at the little being that you were before society and expectations got in the way and somehow changed your sense of carefree nature into someone who gave too much thought to what other people think of you. Go back and remember who you are because every single one of us, every single one of us was that gorgeous human being that had this carefree nature that loved to be who they were in their own skin, wandering around naked perhaps, and that would be okay as a three-year-old, it's absolutely fine. But doing that because we had no care about what people thought about our bodies, who we were being, what we wanted, we were able to be expressive and entirely comfortable in our own skin. And somewhere along the path, society gets in the way, we grow up, we get scared about what people think. How might we be judged? What the hell would it mean if someone thought this about me? How less of a human would I actually be if someone didn't like me? And frankly, what I want to say to that is sod it. I don't care. I've certainly got to the point as a 41 year old now. 41. Oh my God, this is so scary. It's not. It's just life. I'm getting old. It's fine. As I've got to this ripe old age of 41, I loved the confidence that I've now got in my own skin, but it didn't come because I took on board what everyone else thought of me. It didn't come because I started to people please and wanted to show up in a way that supported others' identity of who they thought I should be, you know. I it didn't happen because I started to pay attention on how I needed to be for other people and try and please every single human being on this planet that wanted to pass judgment on who I was, what I was and what I was doing and how I was spending my time. None of that is what created my self-confidence. My self-confidence came from self-love. It came from full and utter acceptance of who I am. Full and utter acceptance of how I show up Full and utter acceptance of every messy mistake that I make and knowing that is that it is absolutely okay it is absolutely okay because the only person I am trying to stay in alignment with is myself so thank you for your opinions thank you for your feedback but the only opinion that really matters is the opinion I have of myself Because when you choose to really make your opinion of yourself matter, it gives you freedom. It gives you a sense of comfort and knowing that there is only one person that really matters when it comes to your self-judgment, and that's you. And you can talk to the universe and connect yourself with something greater than yourself, and I'd highly recommend that. But ultimately, when it comes to the world that we're dealing with, with other other, other beings and interacting with other humans. Really, it's about the connection with ourself that we're seeking in order to find the confidence to be who we are. Now, what would I guide if I was to share my biggest lessons about getting to this point? One, I think it would be don't try and peach People please. There are too many, seven billion plus in the world, and imagine every single one of them having a very different opinion about who you needed to be. It would be exhausting and, frankly, impossible to please every single one of those seven billion odd humans. So don't bother. Start with pleasing yourself and then recognize when you start pleasing yourself, the tribe that like what you've got to say, that like who you're being, come and find you. You connect with the people that resonate with you, not because you're trying to people please, but because you're just stepping into your own skin and being who you are. Secondly, really observe your feelings. Start observing whether the thoughts that you're thinking are making you feel good or making you feel shitty. And if you're feeling a shitty a lot of the time, ask yourself, what is it that you're thinking that is supporting that feeling? Choose a better feeling, thought, it is a game changer. If all you had to do each day was to be conscious in the moment, observe what you were feeling, notice what the thoughts were that surrounded that, and then choose one that made you feel better, how liberating would that be? That's all you have to do in every moment in every day. Just allow yourself to be open to observing your feelings and choosing a better feeling thought. Three, the only alignment that you need to seek is with yourself and your inner being. And what I mean by that is we have our self that is presented to the external world and then we have the self that we know intuitively that resides deep within. And if you seek alignment with the person that's within you, and this is the side of you that shows up when you close the door at the end of the night and you're on your own, sitting on the couch and you breathe this sigh of relief, this is you. So when you connect yourself with that person, that side of you, the one that you allow just to be who she is, then you know you've connected to the essence of who you are. And in doing so, I certainly keep remembering that, you know, I come home, I sit on the couch, and I breathe a sigh of relief, and I connect to the glint that I am in that moment on the couch just being me with no one to watch or observe what I'm doing but just myself, my thoughts, my feelings connecting to who I am and when I remember who I am in that moment I remember what I feel, I remember how I want to show up and then I bring that side of me out in what I do and I tell you my friend it is liberating. It is liberating not to give a hoot I won't swear not to give a hoot about what anyone thinks judge all you like judge all you like and there'll be plenty of you that will listen to this podcast and think what a fruit loop what is she on about and you know what and that would be okay because you're entitled to that opinion and you're entitled to think what you like because frankly the opinion I care about is myself with myself and in doing so I feel liberated. I feel liberated to be me. I feel liberated to do great work to help others find the connection with themselves. I feel liberated to speak my truth. I feel liberated to create and enjoy and play and laugh and be. And for that, I feel free. So if any of this resonates with you, I would love to hear what you have taken from this podcast. I would love to hear what you're doing next to connect yourself to your self-love so that you can be confident in your own skin without any fear of judgment about what people think. Because you know what? It takes a lot of courage to step into the truth of who you are. But when you do so, my friend, I guarantee you, you won't ever look back, you won't ever regret, regret it, and you'll celebrate every moment that you get to have and enjoy this beautiful, wonderful life that we get to live. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week when we're still in self-love month and I will check in with you then. Have a great one. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. The path to the future you want leads from your heart. If you got value from this podcast, please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too. We need more women claiming their seats at the table. Until next time, live your truth, and be unstoppable.